I want to thank you for joining the Alan Smith Sunday School Podcast. We're located at Liberty Park, Liberty Baptist Church in Chelsea, Alabama. We're currently studying in the book of Proverbs, chapter 4. I hope all of you have had a blessed week, and Kathy and I look forward to seeing you all again very soon. If you have any prayer needs or grocery needs, please give us a call, and we'll make sure you're taken care of. We need to remember to pray for each other, our loved ones, our government officials, policemen, firemen, the medics, and the nurses, and all essential people. Please join me in praying for lost people in our neighborhoods and in our country. And all of us know we need prayer now. Love never ends, and we need to pray for God to change our hearts and the direction of this nation. So let's pray. Dear Lord Heaven, we thank you for this day. And Lord, we thank you for the blessings you do give us. Lord, we thank you for the sunshine you've given us this week. And Lord, the rain that you've allowed us to have this week, Lord, to wash out the the things in our life, and Lord, to give our give new growth to everything around us, Lord. Lord, we thank you for this week's lesson, Lord. We thank you for your word, and Lord, we thank you for loving us more than we could ever love ourselves, Lord. During this COVID-19 time, Lord, we ask that you watch over those, Lord, that are struggling, Lord, to get out, Lord, the ones that haven't seen anybody in quite some time, Lord, the ones that are have uh, asthma and breathing problems, Lord, right now, as, Lord, we've got the... Uh, the dust from the Sahara Desert that had come come across the Gulf of Mexico and into Alabama. Lord, I just ask you to be with each and every one of us, Lord, as we struggle in day-to-day activities. But Lord, it's our struggle's nothing compared to what you went through. So Lord, help us to see you through your eyes what you have in store for us. Lord, allow us the opportunity to see your miracles in our life, Lord, as as they happen and as we go through each and every aspect of our life, Lord, as as we see what's going on, Lord, help us to realize that we're to be Christians in all things. Lord, we're to pray about everything, and Lord, ask you for what your will in our life would be. So, Lord, today, use this time, use this lesson, glorify yourself through what's said today, Lord, and thank you for the opportunity to use your word to teach another lesson on another podcast. For it's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. This week's lesson continues about wisdom and knowledge. And again, we're in Proverbs chapter four. See, we make choices every day. Some are life changing and some are very simple. What we do know is each decision or choice we make either moves us forward or makes us take a step backwards. You see, life is filled with choices. We can either embrace the truth or reject the truth. But by hearing the truth, This demands a response. Case in point would be to knowingly reject the fact that COVID-19 will cause you harm because we have heard a lot of people dying because of this disease. Most people in their right minds would not want to get this disease and should be using face masks and other protection measures to avoid getting this disease. If only the rest of our decisions were as easy as the COVID-19 decisions, then life would be simple. But we don't always make good decisions. Another case in point is the fact that we can be pointed in the right direction and we can we make their decision to take a different path or we willingly choose to sin. A wise person once told me, I can lead you to water, 
but I can't make you drink. Solomon, here in Proverbs, is telling his son and us that he can point you to the right direction, but he can't make the choice for you. Solomon is telling all of us to guard your heart, the wellspring of life. We can give no greater gift to our children than to give wisdom, than to give them a hunger for godly wisdom, which will lead them to make right choices in their life. Colossians 3.3 says, In him, in Christ, lie hidden all the treasures of the wisdom and knowledge. Solomon says there are two roads of life, a road of folly and a road of wisdom. Today, if you will, turn to Proverbs chapter 4, and I'm going to read, starting at uh, verse 1, and I'm going to read through verse 10, and then I'm going to hit on some highlights of those, even though they're not part of our lesson. It says, Hear, my children, the instruction of a father, and give attention to no understanding. For I give you good doctrine. Do not forsake my law. When I was my father's son, tender and the only one inside of my mother, he also taught me and said to me, Let your heart retain my words. Keep my commands and live. Get wisdom. Get understanding. Do not forget, nor turn away from the words of my mouth. Do not forsake her, and she will preserve you. Love her, and she will keep you. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And in all getting, get understanding. Exalt her, and she will promote you. She will bring you honor when you embrace her. She will place on your head an ornament of grace. A crown of glory she will deliver to you. Hear, my son, and receive my sayings. And the years of your life will be many. Proverbs 5 actually talks about Solomon tells his son to get wisdom and get understanding. Those are both in the Bible with exclamation points. Verse 7 says, Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And in all your getting, get understanding. Verse 10, Hear my son and receive my sayings. Solomon is telling us, it's vital to choose the right path because we're all faced with decisions each day that require godly wisdom. But how do we get this? Proverbs 9.10 says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. We must have a relationship with God. This is a personal relationship through faith in Christ for this wisdom. Then, We'll be able to see things God's way, and we can grasp the value of putting his instruction into practice. We then see that his wisdom makes sense. Our lesson starts today in Proverbs 4, starts with verse 11, and that's where we're going to read, and we'll end up tearing this whole verse and the rest of the verses of this chapter apart. So here we go. I have taught you in the way of wisdom. I have led you in right paths. When you walk, your steps will not be hindered. And when you run, you will not stumble. Take firm hold of instruction. Do not let go. Keep her, for she is your life. Yes, life is a journey of making choices. But with God's wisdom to guide us, we can stay on the right path and thus not run the risk of taking the wrong path. So I'm going to ask you some questions. I want you to take these and write these down if you can. There's four P's, so I want you to start with it. 
Is your path blocked by obstacles of pride, power, pleasure, or possessiveness? See, we don't live in a neutral world. You're either on the right path or you're blocked by the obstacles that you have placed in your own life. I'm going to start with the first one, pride. Pride is simply defined as one's feelings of self-worth. So don't be arrogant or think you're superior to someone else. Power. Authority, control, or influence over others. To lord over others because of position or influence. Pleasure. To seek pleasure for yourself first and others second. Or to be selfish with your wants instead of the needs of others. And finally, possessiveness. Greedy about what's yours and what you demand of attention and love, thus showing a lack of trust and insecurity. If any of these exist and continually exist in your life, you may be on the wrong path. Proverbs 27 says, The godly walk with integrity. Blessed are their children who follow them. When we walk in God's path, our steps will not be hindered by the obstacles of sin. And we'll have ample room to walk and run the life God calls us to live and not stumble. On this journey, our peace and our pace will change as we follow the path of God's wisdom. God's wisdom will be useless if we never take time to consider it, listen to it, and follow it. Godly wisdom shows us how to be wise in Him. But how do we find this wisdom? We need to ask God and search his word. Bibles, this is God's word. They only gather dust as they sit idly on tables, nightstands, and shelves. We must open the Bible and search his word so that the treasure of the scripture makes a difference to us in our lives. And as we place them in our hearts, we can remember them. Verses 14 through 19 says this. Do not enter the path of the wicked. Do not walk in the way of evil. Avoid it. Do not travel on it. Turn away from it and pass on. For they do not sleep unless they have done evil. And their sleep is taken away unless they make someone fall. For they eat the bread of wickedness and drink the wine of violence. But the path of the just is like the shining sun that shines ever brighter unto the perfect day. The way of the wicked is like darkness. They do not know what makes them stumble. Solomon is again telling us how dangerous it is to even take the first step down the path of sin. Steering clear of that path the wicked people fall, steering clear of the path that wicked people follow will reduce the risk of being lured into a lifestyle that you will eventually regret. We just need to look at Eve to see that things that she can regret. Most of us can remember a character caught on TV named Flip Wilson. And his catch line was, the devil made me do it. The problem here is, the devil. Did he make you do it? Or did you willingly choose to go down that path? What we actually see is, we tell ourselves that we can take a few steps down that path and we might even be deceived into believing we can get off that path whenever we want to, but what really happens is eventually we find ourselves trapped on the path and unable to exit. 
wickedness can consume a person, leading them to remove all restraints and with nothing holding them back, they throw themselves into a lifestyle of wickedness. Evil people live in a morally upside down world where sin has become a duty. Solomon says there are two different outcomes, the path taken by the righteous and the way chosen by the wicked. For the righteous, the path starts in darkness but grows gradually brighter until the sun has risen and they walk in his light. For the wicked, the path winds deeper into an unending darkness where they cannot see the things that cause them to stumble. The future of the believer who embraces godly wisdom looks bright, and for the wicked, darkness covers their way, and eventually they fall, and they don't even understand how they fail. Thus, as verse 15 tells us, avoid the sinful situation. Travel as far from it as possible. Turn away from the sin. Pass beyond or escape from the sin. James, 13, James chapter 1, 13 through 15 says, let no one say when he is tempted, I am tempted by God. For God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he himself tempt anyone. But each one of you is tempted when he is drawn away by his own desires and enticed. Then, when desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin. And sin, when it is fully grown, brings forth death. Now we're going to read 20 through 27. My son, give attention to my words. Incline your ears to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. For they are life to those who find them and help to all their flesh. Keep your heart with all diligence. For out of it spring the issues of life. Put away from you a deceitful mouth and put perverse lips far from you. Let your eyes look straight ahead and your eyelids look right before you. Ponder the path of your feet, and let all your ways be established. Do not turn to the right or the left. Remove your foot from evil. Solomon tells us to pay attention. Don't let this go in one ear and out the other. Life springs forth from a person's heart. And the heart is refers, that's referring to the very core or the very essence of who we are. Our heart is the source of our words and our actions. One of the deacons at Liberty Baptist Church, Ken Ray's favorite saying was, what's down in the well comes up in the bucket. This is so true. The heart is the depository of all wisdom and the source of whatever affects speech, sight, and conduct. Thus the whole world and the whole inner being of us. Where is your heart? Wherever your heart is, the mind is there also. Our outward behavior is shaped by our inward beliefs. This is why the Bible commands us to guard our hearts. See, we have a heart problem in the United States. And I'm not talking about heart attacks. The heart of the human problem is the problem of the human heart. Our heart is on the wrong path, beating to the wrong priorities. We need a change of heart, and we can only get this through the knowledge of Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. Proverbs 27, 19 in the New Living Testament says, 
As a face is reflected in water, so the heart reflects the real person. Ezekiel 36.26 says, And I will give you a new heart, and I will put a new spirit in you. I will take out your stony, stubborn heart and give you a tender, responsive heart. We must be diligent to study the Bible and to hide the scripture in our hearts. You see, we all have a choice to make. We need to listen closely to God's wisdom. We need to stay on the right path of righteousness and resist the temptation to veer off this path. Proverbs 16.9 says, A man's heart plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. In other words, blessed is the man who follows the Lord. 1 Timothy 6.11 says, But you, O man of God, flee these things and pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, and gentleness. The choice is yours. There's only one right choice. We all need to be following God's word to make the right choice. If you would like to talk to someone about asking Jesus Christ into your life as your personal Savior, please give me a call. 205-994-5428. If you would like more information about Liberty Baptist Church, or you'd like to speak to one of our pastors, please call 205-678-9928. Or you can email at lbcchelsea.com. Or you can text, those of you that text, text the word NEXT, NEXT, to 205-236-3717. And tell them you heard the Alan Smith Podcast. I'll repeat that one more time. My number is 205-994-5428. Liberty Baptist Church phone number 205-678-9928. Or text the word NEXT to 205-236-3717. Or you can email at lbcchelsea.com. May God direct your path, and until next week, God bless you.